Welcome back and thank you for listening to my podcast. Today we're going to ask, why do smokers almost always fail when they try to quit? Now, first and clearest and easiest answer is that cigarettes are addictive. The, there's a habit associated with the fingers. Nicotine is addictive, all of that stuff. But it, the subject today is identity. And one of the problems is that smokers have an identity. They are smokers. And inside of themselves, they connect with that identity and they don't want to give it up. So quitting smoking has some other problems. It isn't the action. You don't quit. The action is every second for the next month or year or decade or the rest of your life, you have to choose again and again and again not to smoke. And if you understand willpower, you understand that it is a limited resource. But the choice not to smoke is draining it constantly. And eventually, it is drained beyond redemption and you will smoke. Uh, so, So that stacks the willpower mechanism very strongly against the smoker. But the second is that being a smoker is an identity. You are a smoker. You're a person who takes smoke breaks. You're a person who enjoys a cigarette. You're a person who uh, occasionally goes to the store and buys cigarettes. You're a person who has a preference for a brand. And part of who you are is a smoker. It's an identity. And it's something that you don't want to give up. Identities are part of us. They're very important to us and we cherish them. Um, So uh, let's try some of the words that smokers say when they when they're quitting and and you'll hear some of the things that that are wrong with what they say um i'm going to try to quit smoking now remember the great philosopher yoda said there is no try uh, but remember also there's an absolute disconnect between your identity and your your action here you're a smoker and you're trying to quit smoking no that would be a, a thing a smoker would not do um, I'm going to quit smoking that's better it it fixes the Yoda problem right there is no try anymore I'm going to quit smoking but still I'm going to quit smoking come on uh, what it should have been is I have quit smoking I'm done smoking but none of those are actually what needs to happen because notice all three of those as they get better still acknowledge that your identity is that of a smoker what you need is I am a non-smoker I don't smoke now notice you have shifted your identity and remember You may not be that new identity completely or well or correctly, all of that stuff, but you are at least claiming the territory. You're saying, I am a non-smoker, and now I'm going to start learning the behaviors, consciously learning. I'm going to actually wake up one morning and say, today I'm going to practice chewing on celery sticks or whatever the hell it is that non-smokers do. because I'm going to start building the details of that identity. I have picked it. I am a non-smoker. And now I'm going to start to define what non-smokers do that is different from my former identity. And let me give you another example. You are a county employee who has money in the stock market and enjoys volunteering with Habitat for Humanity. Or you're a home builder for those in need. You're an investor and you work for the county. Now notice you shifted your identity. In the first one, you were a county employee who did some other stuff. In the second one, you're a home builder and an investor and the, you now work at the county. Now I'm not saying one is better than the other. I don't know. You might be an amazing investor or you might be horrible at it. You might be amazing at building uh, uh, homes for Habitat for Humanity. You might be horrible at it. Um, it's really a question of what you're good at and what you want to do. But 
your identity needs to be whatever it is that interests you. If you're not super interested in being a county employee, then you should be working for the county. And if you find enormous life fulfillment in being a county employee, then you that should be your identity. Your identity should be the things that you want to be going into the future and that you can build this structure of habits and beliefs and connections around. Identities form powerful nexuses for labels. And since they're so powerful, why don't we pick them? Why don't we say, I'm going to be this and not that? I am not, as an example, referring earlier to victimism. Victimism is an identity. You choose to be the victim. And it's a huge part of its power. That's what makes it so easy to build and to support. It's an identity. You say, I'm a victim, and then you start to connect the bad things in your life to that. And all of a sudden, you're not to blame anymore. All this stuff is happening to you. And victimism is a choice, it's an identity. And that's just an illustration of how powerful identities can be. So do you have children? Have you chosen to be a parent? Have you chosen to be a loving, committed, supportive parent? Notice how your identity is changing. In the first one, you you don't have an identity, you have children. Uh, uh, they're, they're, they're these annoying creatures uh, uh, moving around your space and, and, and probably sharing your food. Um, uh, uh, when you're a parent now, all of a sudden you can start to connect some things to them, including pleasures. But if you say that you're a loving, committed, supportive parent, what you're saying is that you are going to be this parent and you're going to enjoy it and you're going to be fully in being a parent and you're going to be there for your children and you're going to love them and you're going to be completely committed to it. Now, now with that as your identity, you can be all the parent that you want to be. Now, on this one, I'm not at all neutral. This isn't a life choice. If you have children, it's my sincere hope that you have chosen to be a loving, committed, supportive parent. Uh, children are the future, and, and they need that from you. Um, if you aren't going to pick your identity, you're still going to pick your identity, except you're not going to do it yourself. You're not going to do it intentionally. Your identity will still form. It'll still be there. Um, you're still going to be a, a smoker. You're still going to be a parent. You're still going to be a volunteer. You just haven't chosen it. You haven't defined it. And you're not going to enjoy it or do it as well as you could have. Your identity is going to be accidental. Now, accidental means that you really didn't pick the details of it. It kind of just happened. Uh, uh, you might be a smoker who enjoys smoking in bathrooms or, or, or something silly like that, unless you happen to enjoy smoking in bathrooms, that, to be clear. Um, uh, why don't you choose your identity? Why don't you wake up one morning, take out a piece of paper and say, I'm, I'm going to pick on being smoking, uh, but not necessarily that. Take out a piece of paper and write on it, I am a non-smoker. And and start to build that as a replacement identity to your identity as a smoker. Why not change your identities throughout your life whenever you can do better? You are a person who likes to travel. You are a person who likes to visit nature places. You are a person who enjoys volunteering at hospitals. You are start to build the identities of the person that you're going to be and then intentionally and deliberately build the habits and the beliefs and the actions that connect to that identity until it becomes a solid piece of who you are. You are a person who exercises. You are a person who eats healthy. You are a person who meditates. Whatever the changes are that you want to make in your life, make them as part of acquiring a new identity. And remember, you can have several identities. You can be 20 things, 30 things, 100 things. And each of those is connected strongly with an identity. Thank you for listening.